Welcome to Creator to Leader. Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you are ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams, so let's dive right in. Boy, oh boy. Today we have a value-packed episode. And when I write these outlines, sometimes I do wonder if they are being too overwhelming because of the amount of information I'm sharing. But I know my people. I did my homework. I know that if you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast, it better be worth your time. So let me tell you, this one is going to be worth every minute because I am delivering. And it all came because of terms like industry authority or thought leadership. Terms like those can feel intimidating. And I get you 100%. I understand where that's coming from. It sounds like you have to be this big philosopher or the next Gary Vee or Seth Godin. And sometimes, sometimes people wonder, am I a thought leader? I am just an expert with very strong opinions, but I'm not, I'm not a Seth Godin. I'm not a Gary Vee. But it's not only about being a Gary Vee or a Seth Godin. What this means, this industry authority terminology, it's about being a go-to expert, being the person that people think of when they think about a specific industry, a specific problem, a specific topic. And it's not only being a go-to expert, it's about being the go-to expert. And sure, there may be an element of followers or subscribers, downloads, media requests associated with it, because yes, the more public your profile is, the more interest you're going to find from people outside in your orbit trying to get your thoughts about specific topics. But it's more than just that, at least for most of the people that I work with. For most of the people I work with, it is about impact. They constantly ask themselves this question, what would happen if I was able to reach more people? What would happen if this amazing framework that I have created could influence a larger number of an audience that maybe don't necessarily have the financial resources to work with me one-on-one? What if I could really make a difference? What would happen if you could really amplify that message? And it doesn't have to be intimidating. Today, I'm going to walk you through it point by point, and maybe by the end, you will get excited and inspiring to say yes to this next big vision of your business. So let's go. What does this mean, right? What does it mean to become a go-to expert? It means giving your expertise a time to shine. Because there are so many experts online that Only themselves and the people closest to them are able to experience how much they know the depth of their expertise. In my experience, most experts have a combination of 
information, of knowledge, of training that is so unique to them. It's not that they just took a course and that's why they're an expert. They might have education, but they also have experience, which is combined with experience in a completely different field. And that is a cocktail that it's so unique to them. But nobody knows that except for themselves, their families, and their direct clients. So when you become a go-to expert, you are giving that expertise a time to shine. You are putting that expertise on the spotlight. You are elevating your brand. You are not only working with the people that directly are influenced by you by way of having a direct relationship, but you have more of a one-to-many influence. And I don't mean that you become an influencer. I know that that terminology is triggering or not as nice for so many business owners that keep saying, I am a business owner. I'm not an influencer. I'm not a content creator. And that is a conversation to be had because today on social media, I don't believe that the lines are so distinct. I believe that we are all creating communities and then There are different monetization avenues, but that's a whole different conversation. However, I do understand that as a business owner, you might not want to be an influencer creating content, you know, a day in a life or keeping up with the trends or dancing on TikTok. I understand. I completely understand. But when you elevate your brand, when you enter this spotlight, it really becomes a matter of impact of reach, and of course, of increased potential for growth for your own business and brand. And that is not coming from a place of ego, because that's another thing I've I've encountered, right? You know, I'm not an ego person. I really just want to help people. And that's exactly what this is. Entering the spotlight, becoming a go-to expert, that is coming from a place of purpose. And listen to me, someone is going to be on that stage, (laughs) If there's a conference about a topic you are passionate about, you are an expert about, someone's going to be up there. Someone's going to be talking about it. Chances are that there's someone on Instagram talking about the thing you're an expert on already. And chances are there are a lot of people that are not as qualified as you giving advice on things that you don't agree with. And not only you don't agree with, but you think are actually terrible advice. And those people are guiding their audience with things that you would do differently. Your voice is needed. No one cares about this problem like you do. No one cares about your people the way you do. Someone's going to do it. Someone's going to talk about it. Someone's going to take the stage. It might as well just be someone like you who cares, who has the expertise, who has the passion, who has the knowledge to deliver a result, to deliver a transformation, and to do it with integrity, with empathy, who does that from a place of ethical completeness and wholeness. Someone has to do it. And I would love for that person to be you. So that's what it means to become a go-to expert. So when are you ready to say, I want to become a go-to expert. First things first, there's not a milestone, you know? (laughs) It's not like school that you're ready for multiplication after you've learned to add, you know, 
one plus one equals two. Okay, cool. Now you're ready for the next step. It's not such a clear line. We have to get creative, but there are definitely some signs. And the biggest one is that the moment that you decide that you are ready to go all in on your business or your passion, you are ready to start building this expertise. If you're still trying to find what's the next step for you, maybe that's your season, right? Maybe you're in an exploration season. Maybe you are testing different things, seeing what you like, trying to find your calling. And that's amazing. And I love that you are listening to this episode because you are preparing for when you are ready, when you find that thing and you are ready to amplify it. But if you found that thing, you know that's your next step. You know that's your calling. You know that's your purpose. You know that's your vision you know that you are ready to go all in, then you're ready to become a go-to expert. This works like breadcrumbs, right? Becoming a go-to expert works like leaving little breadcrumbs on a field for your audience to find and continue building a story. You don't show up and just say, hey, I'm an expert work with me, hire me, bye. No, you leave little breadcrumbs. You tell the behind the scenes. You show empathy. You understand where they've been. You understand the problem they're facing, but you are presenting a solution. Or you are receiving education to be able to provide a more effective solution. You are leaving little breadcrumbs. It is not one and done. It is a process. And regarding this point of when are you ready, I hear a lot of advice about how much money you should be making in order to become a go-to expert, right? You need to be making six figures, low six figures, high six figures. Oh no, you definitely need to be in the at least low seven figures if you want to become a go-to expert. And Don't get me wrong, definitely when you are having a profitable business that's supporting you and supporting a team, that's definitely a sign that you are onto something that people want. But that's not the only meaning that money has for you to become a go-to expert. This is not about money. The reality, this is about clarity, about what you want to do. The thing is that when you stick long enough with a business idea, with a concept, with a solution, with a framework, and you start seeing consistent results and people are raving about your work and you continue attracting more and more clients, that's an indication that you are on the right path. That's an indication that you're doing the right thing. And that is clarity because the more you deliver a service, the more clear you get about what you want to do next. When I launched my first service for podcast production, I didn't do much. I just copied someone else's podcast production framework and I applied it to myself, to my business. But then I started discovering, for example, that people wanted to grow their podcasts. People wanted more advice on marketing, or maybe they didn't know that they wanted advice on marketing, but they wanted to use their podcast to grow their businesses. And then that meant that we had to work on the messaging for their business. So that means that when you reach a level of income or experience after an amount of years, the years in and of themselves, the zeros on your bank account, they don't mean anything. They're a symptom that you have probably reached enough clarity 
about the topic, the methodology that you can be an expert on, but it's not about the zeros in it of themselves. And this clarity doesn't have to be 100% of every step. You don't have to be like a medium of all the steps you have for your vision and for your future. I am definitely, that's going to be very personal, but my personality, I'm very clear about the next step and maybe 50 steps after that, but I sometimes struggle with that middle ground. I sometimes struggle with identifying what's the midterm vision. And I used to get so worried about it, but now I don't think about it. I know what's my end game and I am very good at understanding what's next. And if something is not working right now, I'm very in tune with my body to understand something needs to shift. I need to audit what I'm doing right now to understand what's happening. So you don't need to have 100% of clarity about everything. But you do need to have clarity around where you're going. Maybe need, you need some time to figure that out. Make sure that it's something that lights you up because, again, it's going to take some effort and it's going to take some time. And what you can do in the meantime, though, what, that I love, start sharing the process. I love that. Okay, backstory. I have a friend who is a huge pop artist like a pop pop star I guess you would say he's a huge pop star and when he started his career he was working with this manager and at that time I was starting my career on social media so he didn't know a lot about social media he was just a great like composer and he was getting all these messages even though he was in the very beginning stages of his career he was already getting messages and he was ignoring everyone and I was like are you crazy? You need to get back to people, like build your community. Like, why are you ignoring those people? And he said that his manager had told him that he had to be unapproachable. Like he had to build this wall between him and his audience because if he started answering everyone, people would lose interest in him. Needless to say, thankfully, my friend today is a huge pop star and he's not with that manager anymore. <laughs> Horrible advice. Horrible advice. You don't need to look unapproachable. You don't need to look distant. Those days are over, especially if you have a business online. Like if you have a business online and people are reaching out to you online, what are you doing when you are ignoring them? Start sharing the process. The online space is not the right place to play hard to get. So now that you know what this is, now that you know when you're ready, I want to give you some specific signs to help you identify that you are ready to become a go-to expert. Not all of these signs need to be ready, but pay attention if many of them are. Number one, you have a product, you have a service, you have an offer that works. That means that you are not in this exploration phase. And we talked about it a lot on this episode, so I don't want to hammer on that. But basically, you already know what's next. You already know that people resonate with this solution. And you know that this is something that you enjoy, something that brings results, something that you want to keep doing. Also, even though you know that this works, that people want this, 
your business may have gone from being stable to being stale. And that's such a thin line. Now you're getting worried because you don't want to lose the momentum your business is already having. And more importantly, you know that you are ready for more. Next, you want to build a brand for the long term. You are not just doing a quick transactional project to have some quick cash at the end of the month. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that. A little side hustle to give you some extra cash to maybe put in your emergency fund, start investing, saving for your kid's birthday party. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you are just building this side hustle to bring some extra cash, you're not necessarily after something for the long term, right? This is something very transactional just for right now to get you to a goal. Investing time and effort into becoming a go-to expert is something we do for the long haul because you're not going to start posting on your podcast. Let's say you start a podcast and after two weeks, boom, thousands of clients, thousands of media requests, thousands of followers, of email subscribers. It may happen. It definitely happened for Call Her Daddy, but that's not how it works for most people. It takes time, okay? And when I say long-term, I mean that this is a space where you see yourself for at least two years from now. So I'm not talking about like 15 years, that's maybe a bit too long, but at least two years from now. Also, maybe you're starting to feel like your industry is getting saturated. And this is big because that makes it hard for you to get noticed, to showcase that you are different. You may be starting to see a bunch of other professionals promising the same results as you. They're highlighting the same problems. So suddenly you feel like one of many. A few months ago, I was looking for a therapist and I went to psychology today. And I swear after like page number three, I was so overwhelmed. I felt like every single profile said the exact same thing. It was weird. Like no one jumped out of the page. And maybe I should have started a Psychology Today consultant business now that I think about it because I feel like many of those therapists, you know, they could have had some improvement in their profiles for sure. But if you're starting to see this sea of competition and sameness, Maybe that's a sign that you need to step it up, step up your brand and work in becoming this go-to expert. Another thing that I see so much is that you are seeing other people speaking on stages where you feel in your soul like you belong. And this is such a big one. Now, sure, this feeling can come from jealousy, 100%. It can come from comparison, 100%. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about seeing stages and desiring to impact people with your message. It's not that feeling of looking at someone up on the stage and saying, oh, they're an idiot. I should be there. They're not enough. Like, if you're coming from that place of criticism, maybe that's something you need. Maybe I need to connect you with one of my future Psychology Today therapists. And no shame on therapy. I am a fan of therapy. 
So maybe if you're struggling with comparison, maybe that's the next step. You like, you need to get clarity. You need to be very clear on your worth as a professional before jumping on this work because it can be challenging for sure. But if you're looking at that stage and you're looking at these people and you're listening to what they're saying and you're like, man, I feel like I could really help people. Like, if more people learned this methodology, this framework, their lives would be transformed. And it doesn't have to be something grandiose, therapy-related or spiritual or in the spiritual world. Absolutely not. It can be as simple as, I'm a stylist and I think or I believe and I'm convinced that women over 50 They don't understand how powerful they are and how much their personal style and embodying their best version of themselves through their wardrobe can empower them and give them confidence. So clothes are such a powerful entrance to this place of confidence. Or maybe you have a book inside you that could help so many people. Like you want to write a book and you want to have so many people read that book. Like you want to have this physical, tangible thing in the world that's going to be after you. And you want to start building this community, this this people, right? This audience and warm them up for the time you're ready to launch your book. All of these are symptoms that you want to start building your legacy. You want to become this go-to expert because that's going to help you with this. Another sign is that people keep asking you about what you do and you get frustrated because you feel like you've said it a thousand times already. And let me tell you something. Marketing is a game of repetition based on clarity. I'm going to say that again. Marketing is a game of repetition based on clarity. So yes, I understand that it can be frustrating, but maybe one or two things or maybe both are happening. Maybe, one, your messaging is not clear, or maybe, two, you are not speaking about it enough using high-impact content. Most likely, you're only focusing on content of value, quote-unquote, and I have a whole episode on the difference. I'm going to leave it down below in the show notes, or educational how-to content, so people don't really understand the depth of your perspective. Or maybe another sign is that your self-confidence has gone down a bit because you know all you have to offer yet you still feel like you are the best kept secret in your industry you and your business have gone through such a powerful expansion but you feel like your online presence is still not reflective of this powerful transformation and this is like being in a room that used to be comfortable but now it's feeling a little bit too small I don't know if you've been in those spaces, those spaces where you used to feel comfortable at home, you used to feel safe, and now you feel, you feel plain, right? You feel like you're meeting the standard, but you know that there's more. And this happened to me at my last corporate job, and that's when I knew that I was ready to go all in with my business, because I realized that there were bigger problems that I wanted to solve. I was looking at problems around me that I wanted to get my hands in, but my work was so specific. It has such a detailed description, and I knew that I had outgrown my role. So how can you start 
building this expertise and give your brand space to shine. There are three simple steps. One, get clear on your vision. Where do you want to go with this expertise? How will you know that you have arrived at your destination? How will you know? Will it be by your engagement rate on a specific podcast? Or will you launch a podcast and that will be your measurement of success? In your way to building this expertise publicly, maybe releasing your book is a big dream. And I love it. But how can you get started, right? What is this mid-term vision? Number two on getting started, clarify your messaging. Define clearly the main problem that you solve. How are you taking someone from A to B? Make sure you're drawing a clear path. For example, if you are a health coach and the problem is that the person you help can't lose those last five pounds, but then you say that your B point, your transformation is that they are receiving increased confidence, you are not telling a clear linear story. Maybe confidence is part of your vehicle, part of your process, but it's not the problem that you're solving. It's not the transformation. And this part of your vehicle is step three on getting started. And that's creating high impact content to communicate this vehicle. Be strategic about it. And here it's time to expand. Maybe it's time to launch a new platform. Maybe it's time to launch a new platform like a podcast. Or maybe you just have to get started with a newsletter that you send every week packed with so much value and so much insight. Whatever works for you, make sure that you are creating impactful content. On episode four of the podcast, I go deep into this. So I highly recommend that you listen to it after this episode. Again, I'm going to leave that down below in the show notes. Whatever you are today, pay attention to the rooms that are waiting for you to fill them. When these callings are from the ego, they feel very different than when they're coming from your real purpose. When these callings come from comparison, they come with so much anxiety, with making you doubt your worth. They come with a lot of pressure, with a lot of, I should... But when it's a calling, it really comes filled with possibilities. Yes, and it's a little scary, but you can almost feel your heart expanding when you think about it. And that's such a beautiful feeling. That feeling of, ah, there's so many things I could be doing right now. Don't shy away from it. If you only take 1% action every day in a month, you will have improved 30% from where you are today. And also allow yourself to have a vision. In my experience, when experts experience a level of success, they can start feeling guilty for having a vision for more. They want more reach. They want more impact. And they start justifying their vision because of this guilt. They start saying things like, oh, it's not like I want to shine because I'm selfish, but because I want to help people. Or maybe they say things like, I know it sounds silly, but there's this but, B-U-T, in case I'm not pronouncing it right. There's this but, wanting to sound rational. My love, let me break it to you. You don't need to justify the dreams that God has put in your heart. I think it's so brave to say, I'm so thankful for what I have achieved. And, not but, but and... I'm so thankful for what I have achieved and I am ready for the next chapter. At the same time, though, 
Be patient on your way there. This is a lesson that took me almost three years to integrate. The tension between the space of where I am and where I want to be. I used to be so focused on the final destination that I would ignore the little monthly battles that I was winning. And a book that really helped me change this was Más Importante Que Ganar, and that's more important than winning in English by Jeremias Alvarez. His book helped me finally understand and integrate the enjoyment about every little step of the journey. Like, please look at where you are today. Look at everything you've done this year alone. You're not listening to this podcast because you gave up on life. I guarantee that you have grown so much this year. Maybe your revenue has stayed the same or maybe it has decreased, but I'm so sure that you are not the same person who woke up on January 1st of this year, 100%. How do I know this? Because I know my audience. I told you, I built this podcast for you. I took the time to get to know you, your dreams, your desires. I have clients that consistently blow me away. And I know that this can be you. You just need to get so clear on your vision. You just need to pay attention to the rooms that are getting small to you. And you just need to be patient in the process. In only a few weeks, we're going to have an opportunity to work together. And I'm so excited about it because we're going to be able to build your strategy so you can grow in your expertise. I am so excited for this. It will be my first ever coaching done with you program and If this episode has resonated with you, if you want to explore what it means and what it takes to become a go-to expert and give your unique perspectives a time to shine, sign up for the waitlist. The link is going to be in the show notes. It's going to be on my Instagram at eugenia.wu. I would love to connect. Until then, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Creator to Leader podcast. I am so excited for what's laying ahead for you. See you soon. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.wu That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And if you only send me a microphone emoji, I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.